When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Film Photography Podcast, Analog Talk. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today we have a very special guest, Mike Padua from Shoot Film Co. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, my name is Mike Padua. I'm a photographer. And I, uh, I, for my personal work, I shoot a lot of film. I'm so passionate about film <laughs> photography as a medium yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that um, I started a company called Shoot Film Co., which, like, my main thing was just to get uh, a, a message out there to people about, you know, my love for film and, and share that with people and let people share their love for film as well. Awesome. What kind of um, photography do you specialize in? So I've got, I've actually got a little bit of commonality with you, Chris. I, for a, a couple of years, I was actually a production still shooter on um, movie. No way. Yeah, yeah. On movie and television sets. Um, nice. And, so wait, um, so were you in L.A.? No, I was not in LA. I was oh. I, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Awesome. So I was I was up here um and I shot for I worked for a couple of production companies and and some other like film productions up here and uh, I did that for a couple of years and that segued that segued into shooting theatrical productions. So I um I I got I got on with a bunch of theatrical companies, uh, you know, companies producing plays and musicals. Oh, like plays. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so man. I started, um, I started shooting photos for for them, like marketing and archive purposes, and um, uh, because I worked with so many actors, that segued into taking headshots. Mm -hmm. So um, a couple of years ago, actually, it's going on three, little, little under. Three years at this point, I opened up a studio uh, in the town where I live where I take um, headshots and portraits for actors and other professionals. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I didn't realize Man. we were so uh, parallel there. That's really cool. <laughs> so yeah, you're familiar nice. with the sound blimp we were talking about with Jake, our guest Jake. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I had one um, for many years and I was only too happy to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I, I switched... Um, you know, uh, kind of veering off and off the rails into digital here, but I switched to a Fuji system, yeah. um, and that has that has served me well uh, for a couple of years now. Which Fuji do you have? Don't mind me asking. No, no, I don't mind at all. I had um, I had an X. So right now I have an XT1, an XE2, and mm. an and an X Pro one. Um, the XT1 and the XE2 are the ones I use on set, and then I like the. The X Pro one is just kind of a backup of a backup because yeah. I like the optical viewfinder. Yeah, 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 um, I, yeah. I prefer an optical viewfinder versus, um, you know, an, an electronic one yeah. any day. Yeah. So that's why I keep that that older thing around. What kind of um, film photography do you like to do? 
So all my personal film photography is all, I mean, it's all just like pictures of my kids and the trips we take. I I got, in fact, I kind of slow down with the production stills um, when I had kids. Yeah. So I've got a six and a two-year-old now um, and traveling and that schedule got a little tough. Yeah, it's rough. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's rough. The hours are rough. The travel's rough. So, you know, having kids, um, that's kind of just what I shoot on yeah. my on my yeah. off time for the most do, part. The trips ever, we take. Do you ever go, like, pick up jobs in, in production? Or are you, are you strictly trying to stay away from that? I'm not trying to stay away from it, but um, the jobs find me every once in a while. Yeah. Mm. Um, like, there's a, there's a production company nearby where they um they're a television production company and every time they they have like a special episode or there's something special happening like we're gonna blow up a boat today and we want it photographed and they'll call me on <laughs> they'll call me on set for a couple of days um oh that'd but, be so awesome yeah 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 so it's just it's just um it, again i'm not trying to stay away from it i'm yeah. just you know it it kind of finds me because i have a reputation for it up here yeah nice nice that's great do you ever get to bring your film cameras on set? Do you ever use them for anything? Or I, not set, but I, I for do. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I kind of sneak them on, but mm-hmm. they are um, they're they're pretty stringent about what makes it offset. So okay. I mm-hmm. literally have to like sneak it on and yeah. snap yeah. a picture. Otherwise, otherwise they're like, "Well, we when are you going to get that developed? We want yeah. that tomorrow. You know, when are we going to get those files? Yeah. Because otherwise, at the end of the day, I'm just handing my cards over right. to to, mm-hmm. to a DIT, which, which or we talked about with uh, with yeah, that's that with, breaks my heart. With Jake and Timothy was like, "What? Yeah, like yeah, we just have to just kiss him goodbye and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work for hire is is I think yeah. the term for it where the pictures don't yeah. belong to you and and you guys covered that with with jake yeah. i listened to that podcast yeah. absolutely yeah that's so that's so crazy yeah i just that that i'm a second half like i love the second half of photography you know after you make the image like what you can do with it afterwards so that whole hand and discs over thing just <laughs> i mean it's like nails on a chalkboard yeah. to me. i don't know i don't know why it's just like no yeah. like that is not for me you, i don't think i could do that you get yeah. used to it after a while i think yeah i get, i mean i guess do. so yeah i get it i get it you do get used to it but there is that's why i feel between my professional stuff and my personal stuff there is a yeah. really really wide berth um and mm. even though i love shooting pictures you know of the productions and the jobs that i do i love that stuff um you know there is a point where it's just that's my job. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. there's a pretty wide margin between my job and my personal stuff. Right. And it's funny because like all of my personal stuff is is all I mean I don't t- I really don't touch my digital camera anymore unless it's for work, like a headshot or portrait session or a, an event or something I'm covering. And it's it's crazy how that like switch happened because I was saying, you know, I've talked about before how I, I started on film and photography school and then digital happened where we all were kind of like, we, we, we just not forced to switch, but I guess, you know, that was the way of the future. And so we, mm-hmm. we switched and it was, you know, more convenient, more affordable, all the, all these things. And when I rediscovered film, cause it's hard to stay passionate just in general, because when it is your job, you kind of get like, you know, like burnt out, I guess. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it when becomes, I rediscovered film, yeah, that was the thing for me that was like, oh no, I do love this. This is this this is okay. All right, you know. Um, so all of my personal work is is shot on film. Yeah, I never, I'm the same way. Yeah, 
I'm the same way. It's a, it's a reminder of why you fell in love with photography, period. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to, to begin with, whether it was digital or, or film. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm very much the same way when I when I shoot my personal stuff or when I'm off the clock, if you will. Yeah. It's just I just shoot film. Yeah, it's very interesting. There's a photographer yeah. I used to work assist for back in Connecticut. And he would always be like, but why, why are you spending money on the film? Like, why are you spending your, I was like, if you don't get it, I can't explain it to you. You know what I mean? And you're somebody who shot film for years. So I get it. Work for him was like, you know, paying a lab and processing the film and like waiting for your negatives to get back and providing that for a client, having to wait. So for him, it's like, this is so much better because it's so much more effective. Mm -hmm. But like for, for the art of it you know i love waiting i love sending my photos to the lab and like waiting and like you know shooting a role that took you a week or so to get through and you're like i don't even remember what's on this this is going to be like a surprise and i can't wait to find out you know yeah it's Um, it's like christmas yeah so so it's interesting to see that aspect of like the old old timers who are like no man digital is where it's at because you just can you know snap 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 get through it you know right Um, right and you know i'm I don't know. I might be there one day. I might yeah, be there true. one day where it's like, okay, I'm I'm kind of done now. I've got yeah. my yeah. fix. Yeah. But uh, but I'm just I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm there yet too. Because there's like, especially start starting this podcast with just like the community and stuff. Like there's things that I haven't done since photography school. Like I was telling Timothy, I I he just shot he just did an awesome YouTube video uh, with a four by five camera, and I'm like, man, I I had one assignment in photography school, and I shot that one assignment and was like. Okay, I don't. I won't use this because I'm not an architectural photographer. I'm not, you know, and but now I'm like, damn, I want to like shoot something on large format, you know. Like, there's just so many things that you could still, still like explore and do. And I haven't developed a roll of film. I, I like bought all the chemicals and literally developed two rolls. So like, I want to get. I want, and then like they're in my back of my closet. Like I'm sure they're like expired and terrible now. But like I want to like get back into that, you know, like I, I it, sure. it keeps coming back around and re-inspiring me, which I think is really awesome. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to, to, to just remember that photography is a job because I, I come strictly on like I'm like the passion photographer, you know, it's all art and kind of like a stress relief for me. It's kind of it's it's a hobby. It's it's all that stuff. And then hearing and being reminded that, you know you guys actually are like working job photographers like that's what you do yeah. and it's just again it's just funny to think well it's not funny i shouldn't say that it's just um i don't know it's hard for me to wrap my head around because i'm i'm coming from a completely different side of the you know the spectrum of photography sure but i mean i did that i dabbled in you know uh working for a newspaper and doing stuff like that it, but and it's just it wasn't for me it didn't last long it was like two or three years of being put on assignments and I'm just not the assignment kind of person yeah. unless it's like my assignment, like I'm shooting for a book or something like that. Like it's, I don't know. It's but that, just, that I, 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 love, I, I love having people on that, you know, that do this for work. Yeah. It's nice to hear this side of things. Yeah. And I think for you, Timothy, you probably won't get burnt out. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's, it's like your, like, you know, you were saying like you develop world film to like unwind and relax. Like it's, Oh yeah, that's my you know that's my sit down and watch four hours of television. It's my you know go load up a bunch of film and you know yeah yeah. I I am I'm, I'm jealous of people that just shoot for fun. I I, mm-hmm. I really miss those days. You know, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't trade what I do for the world, and I, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, I've had my fair share of of just soul sucking jobs, and <laughs> I would never want to you know oh, yeah. go back to that that world and you know but i miss 
those times when photography was purely for fun and one hundred percent an outlet and and nothing else. So I mean that's a that's a good time if you're in that time, then you're enjoy you're, that yeah enjoy that please <laughs> for me yeah. enjoy that. I am guys. I am. Awesome. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> I keep I keep trying to get persuaded to the dark side too. Like there's there's people that ask me to do like I remember I did like a senior portrait or something. It was my last time of doing something like that, like a hire for hire kind mm-hmm. of job. And I remember finishing the shots like uh, you know his parents loved them the mom cried they were Aww. great photos but i was like dead inside taking those photos and i was not getting anything out of it yeah. and i don't want to do that yeah. to photography mm-hmm. you know what i mean like photography is like my my thing so i don't want to make it like i know how i feel when i clock in at work i do not want photography to be that for That's me a good point. you yeah. know what i mean like i i just i can't do that That's Absolutely. why i think I don't you, uh, like a lot of photographers like you have to you know, there's photographers out there who will like literally shoot everything. And like, I've mm-hmm. come to the point in my career where like, I, I will say no to jobs because I, I, I'll have that feeling like this is just work. And I don't, you know, I don't want to not like photography. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. kind of like, you know, zone in on what you love to do. And then when you get paid for that, it's like being on vacation every day. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that I hate to shoot. Yeah. And I've, <laughs> I've, 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 you know, I've taken on those jobs where it's like, oh man, I, that's sounds like I'm going to hate it. I know it's going to be stressful. Yeah. And, um, but I, I kind of, I need to do it, you yeah. know, but yeah. Yeah. When I was yeah. shooting weddings, um, you know, a big part of that turns into like the family portraits and then like the maternity stuff. And I just, you know, I, 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 I like if somebody asked me I mean I'll shoot a wedding for like family and friends no problem because I'll know it'll be less like low stress low key like it'll, I'll have fun in that situation but like the thought of like having to do a maternity session <laughs> oh boy. yeah no yeah. disrespect no disrespect because there's people who do beautiful beautiful work um but like it's just on that same point like you gotta you gotta zone in on what makes you happy as a, as a photographer so you don't get you know burnt out or, or like fall on in love you know for sure yeah absolutely i was just gonna say no it just kind of comes now i hear and now i see why you guys like why you kind of started shoot film co and all that stuff because you know your day job's the whole photography thing and then you got this like passion project family film shooting and stuff on the side so it's just kind of like what what inspired that what inspired the the shoot film co um so what inspired it was just I had been shooting film. I, I had gotten back into it for a few years. And I just got to a point where I was just so in love with that medium. And I saw this community growing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, like growing up and stuff, I was I was in a bunch of bands as a kid. And so we would make nice. our own T-shirts and patches mm-hmm. and, and yeah, same flyers. Here. Same here. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So, so I just thought like, wouldn't it be cool if I just made this? I had an idea in my head for one patch. So I made one patch and I ordered 25 of those patches. And the only reason I ordered 25 of those is because it was cheaper to order 25 than it mm-hmm. was to order mm. 24. Like yeah. literally <laughs> the price broke so that it was it was like so much That's cheaper. how they get you. That's how yeah. they get you. <laughs> it was so much cheaper to get 25 than it was to get 24. That's so good. Yeah. And so... So I just gave them, you know, I made them for me. I kept a few and then I gave away a bunch to some buddies of mine who who shoot film. And after a few days, you know, they started contacting me and said, hey, so-and-so saw these. Do you have any left? 
And after a week, they were all gone. Like people, yeah. people just kind of picked them we're, up. And, we're all a bunch of nerds, and we love that stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. So you know, I'd, I'd get emails. I got one email that was like, it was like three degrees removed. It was like, hey, I'm a friend of this guy who's a friend of this guy who <laughs> met this guy. Yeah, it was. It was. We ridiculous. saw a patch. Yeah, yeah, and he saw a patch, and it was and like, he tracked yeah, you I, down. I, 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 he tracked me down, and I sent him a couple, and it just blew up from there. I just realized that. That people, this fun little, you know, um, this fun little message that I have a lot of love for, that, that a lot of other people have that love too. Yeah. That's, yeah. That it all grew from that. That's Man, so that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I definitely have one on every one of my camera bags. It's so funny. Cause, and and they, they do. People want to know what they're about. I always get stopped. Like, I'll be in line at Starbucks on my way to work, and someone's just like, uh, it's the Reaper hand. It's like the... Uh, it'll never die or whatever yeah, whichever yeah. one it is i have like every single one but like they, i'll always be like what is that are you like in a bike gang or something i'm like no man <laughs> no i'm look a film, at it i'm, I'm a like look at it it's, okay yeah. <laughs> it's like hey, it's like it's frankenstein's holding a camera you know what i mean it's just it's really cool and then i'll point them in your direction it's just funny because it's it's I, I love what you do like especially with the the notebook man the no- oh yeah when you when you came up with that, especially since I've been doing a lot of four by five, man, that thing just really, I mean, I have two of them completely filled up right now, ready to, you know, and it's just nice to have those notes because now I'm reorganizing all my negatives, my four by five negatives. And it's great. Like, I, I, I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, everything yeah. I've made, it has started off as something for myself. Like that notebook was something that yeah. I made for myself. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. Is that the phrase? Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was something that I just really really desperately needed so i figured i cannot be alone in this and that's where <laughs> no right not. right that's where the idea for that notebook came from and awesome. i love that whole behind the scenes series you did on your youtube too because like i i went to school for graphic design and worked in printing oh for did you a big yeah a big part of my life i i was a uh, i worked in offset printing you know i did the pre-press stuff and then i i used to hang plates on presses and stuff and it's just fun to see you know how amped you were about all that and like it and I, I just love the printing world. It's such a good thing. Yeah. So I used to paste up movie posters. I used to do pa- like uh, manual paste ups, mm-hmm. and then I used to do bindery and stuff. So we're, oh yeah, yeah. Chris, I'm sorry. We're gonna nerd out. That's here okay. About Go for it. Else altogether. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I used to do. That was like one of my first jobs was doing paste ups for movie posters. In fact, before I even started working, my dad in the 80s, who I wish I appreciated how cool this was back then, but my dad in the 80s published his own regional weekly newspaper that's oh, so wow. so it's like thinking back now it's like who does that in the 80s yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he took the pictures he sold the ads he wrote the articles you know he had some f- help with his friends and he would be up all hours of the night pasting up this newspaper and oh, then yeah, and then yeah. i would go with him to the printer in san francisco to drop off you know all the artwork and all like the film mm-hmm. and stuff to get the plates made and just seeing that as a kid i didn't really appreciate how amazing that process was yeah wow yeah i mean i same thing i used to my my first job in the whole printing world was just sweeping paper scraps from the the big folder stitcher saddle stitcher guy yeah, like i would yeah. just sweep all the the, the straps away mm-hmm. but it, i i don't know i just that's cool that's awesome that your dad did that too especially in the 80s like what a good what a good thing for you to have in your mind like because it's Another creative, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. And he was like, he was an entrepreneur before mm-hmm. that was like even a thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, he was. I mean, I, I wish I, 
I really regret not realizing how how cool all the stuff he did was before he mm-hmm. passed on a few oh. years ago. So, can you not to bum us? anybody uh, out. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you tell us where where do you come up with your designs, Mike? Who do you have somebody do that, or do you is like you have all your ideas? So I've got all my ideas. I grew up in the world of graphic design as well. So you so, design them too? Yeah. So a lot of them I design. I am, however, I'm not an illustrator. So, for example, the ones with Frankenstein and the yeah. vampire, um, uh, I, I don't draw those. But anything that has, like, otherwise that's kind of simple in terms of, like, a graphical style, I design mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I just, I have a long, super long list of ideas and funny things that rhyme that I think of in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've got scraps of notes everywhere and I try to keep them all together in one place, but I've just got a long list of ideas that, you know, some work, some don't. And, and, you know, as, as those ideas come, I'll just kind of hammer away at these designs one by one. That's great. What are uh, some top sellers? Uh, the top sell, like the, the, the Halloween ones, like the, like the film is alive, the it won't die, which is a picture of yeah. the Grim Reaper kind mm-hmm. of, you know, bummed out that he's holding a, 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 a 35 <laughs> millimeter film cassette and he's bummed out that it won't die. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, I like that. It, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, when I saw that, I was like, right now, I need that right now. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, man. I, I appreciate your support. I really do. Oh, and yeah. then, and then there's, there's ones that aren't great sellers, but have just rabid fan bases like the f8 and be there um Mm. which Mm -hmm. is kind of an esoteric saying not you know not everybody's familiar with that saying but i've i've got like a group of like five or seven people that are always going on these insane trips and they're sending me pictures of the patch on their bag from like a like a mountain summit oh no way so and it's like every couple of weeks i get an email from at least one of these guys that just it's super are dedicated to this real esoteric thing that's awesome so let's talk about the film photography community in general i know you're pretty big in that world and i think that's pretty awesome that you're you're i mean i feel like everybody knows knows you and your your brand and stuff like that do you enjoy that aspect of everything just like communicating with everybody yeah i do i love it like i can i mean i'll nerd out about this stuff forever you know like Mm. i'll just you know i'll post a story or i'll put a post about some lens or some camera and then I'll get just a bunch of messages with questions about it and it's like it's like well I can't wait to answer them yeah. I can't wait to talk uh, to these people and these are all like-minded people you know yeah. like I meet people all the time like like people like you guys I, I bet if we met in person we'd be homies like like yeah that, you know oh, yeah. I like, agree <laughs> I agree completely somebody somebody listening probably can't see me snapping my finger but <laughs> yeah that's, I'm snapping my finger but um but, you know, just that aspect of meeting cool people who make awesome stuff yeah. has been, you know, by far the most fulfilling, you know, the, yeah. the most, the the absolute most rewarding thing about it is just getting to know people and what they do and what they make. Yeah. I found out about you because you, you know, you took the time to kind of like, you know, whatever picture I posted of a camera or something and you just like commented on it. And that's the kind of thing that like. I, one of the reasons why I started, wanted to start a podcast is because I wanted to like, you know, you know, engage with people and like have those conversations. And like you said, talk to people about the, 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 like the like-minded people and, you know, having a place like a, 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 uh, like a foundation for that or a a soapbox, if you will, you know? Yeah, Um, for sure. And one of my favorite things about the podcast is our photo challenges because it's just so great to like, you know, see other people's work and like, I don't know, just like 
nerd out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if, there's yeah. no other word that I could find, but yeah, just, you see things through their eyes. You, yeah. you know, you yeah. see things through like a, a different person's interpretation and you see things that you never would have thought of. And that's yeah. always enlightening. Yeah. For sure. And the community aspect is nuts, like especially since we've done this. I mean, I started doing YouTube videos a little bit before the podcast started. And, you know, that's another strong community. And then but once we started doing this, like I'm talking to people all day, like Mm -hmm. just like you said, you put a picture up and you get messages about it and stuff like that. And it's just like overwhelming support everywhere yeah. you know what i mean like and if i have a question i can ask you or i can ask chris or if you know if it's something that i know you would be good at i could totally not feel like scared yeah. or ashamed that i don't know how to do this like all i gotta do is just ask and everyone's there for each other it's such a i don't know man i i didn't have that in you know growing up anywhere yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to have it now yeah and i can definitely speak to that i remember um when I went to photography school, the first day, our first day, we had to like go meet in the you know at the school, and we had, we had to get like you know our school um, like photo taken for our IDs, mm-hmm. and that was the first time we were all like kind of together like the, our class. And I remember being like, all these people like photography like I do because I come from <laughs> like you know I was in I started shooting in high school and I was really the only one who you know I had a little makeshift dark room under my parents' basement under the stairs. Um, I took I took the one film it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was like no running water and no like I could have probably killed myself <laughs> because yeah, wh- of the views. Where's Chris? She's yeah. under the stairs. She's under yeah. the stairs again, again. Um, so and I took the one photography class that was that was offered at community college I went to for like two semesters. And when I found out about photography school, I was like, wait, I could that that's a thing. I could do this as like a job. <laughs> and that first day, I'll never forget how just overwhelmed I was by being around other people who loved it as much as me so that like like you know fast forward 20 almost 15 years or whatever more than that um and having this film photography community it's the same thing it's the same feeling it just it's just the best i don't know it's great yeah Yeah, absolutely there's there's a a lot of solidarity you know like with i don't want to rag on the digital community if that's even Mm. a thing i don't know (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot of like i shoot this brand and you're wrong to shoot right like remember the nikon Mm -hmm. canon feud for that was happening forever right and as far as i know that's still (laughs) as far as i know that's still happening you know and just with more players in the game Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. but uh but you see very little of that in the film photography community i mean it's out there it happens there's some people that are just gonna choose to be adversarial about whatever yeah Um, Yeah. but you just you see it a lot less and like you said tim there's just people that are you can ask a question without feeling feeling dumb about it yeah yeah oh yeah for sure yeah, the community's great, and it's funny. Anytime I scroll through my Instagram feed, like you definitely like the photo. It's always like your name, like the Mike Plata, <laughs> and I just like, man, he's everywhere. Like you are everywhere all the time. It's so good. I just love, I love that about you, man. You have some serious support, and with the whole shoot film co thing too. It's just community, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, I'm like, I'm a rabid consumer. Like, like yeah, I mentioned yeah. earlier, just seeing things through filtered through somebody's eyes or seeing somebody's vision about that stuff is i cannot get enough of that stuff yeah so i just you know Mm -hmm. i i you know i scroll through instagram for way too long over the course of the day like i'll i'll like pick a hashtag and be like oh 
I want to see like other people's yeah. you know Porsche 400 shots or obviously yeah exactly <laughs> or like exactly. a different and like it's a, a rabbit if, hole yeah yeah you get stuck in like oh like I want to see you know people's shot the Pentax 67 I want to go just I'll spend hours just being like dang look at that bokeh it's so good mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man um, that's so true damn I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Like Instagram is is really great for that too. Just to you know, I've before I've like purchased cameras. I'm like, let me see what you can, get, what kind of stuff you can get out of this, and just type in the hashtag, and you're like there for hours. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can you can message those people and ask mm-hmm. them questions, and it's just a mm-hmm. just a big circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm just glad that stories finally came in because I I kind of use my Instagram as portfolio uh like a canvas yeah <laughs> portfolio and uh, and it kind of bums me out because it doesn't let anyone get to really know me yeah and now that instagram stories is around i can like you know talk to the camera or take a picture of my cat that i don't normally mm-hmm. get to post right. on on my actual feed which is i'm just glad that yeah i'm glad instagram's around man it really it it, it brings this community so close mm-hmm. together man yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah, I love stories. It's just you can you can put stuff out there that is not so heavily curated. It's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's just a a picture of my two year old wearing sunglasses. It's like yeah, well, that's yeah, that's and funny. It, you know, it, does, it disappears in like twenty four hours. So it's like it doesn't matter. Right? Who cares? Who cares? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, when you were getting ready for uh, what was it, cameras and beer or beer and cameras? Oh, and you, the beers at and the cameras. end of that <laughs> at the end of that story with your Hasselblad, you were like. Mother, <laughs> it's just so good, dude. You had me rolling on that. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, that was that was like this. The struggle was real on that one. I was I was yeah. going I was going on this trip. I was super stoked because I was I'm just gonna bring one film camera and one digital camera for video. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking about it in stories. And by the end of me talking about it, I started thinking like, should I bring my Hasselblad? Like, <laughs> and so I just. That we talk about that about struggle it. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. talking it's, about it's... that, just kind of, I foiled myself. I ended up not bringing it, so. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was just going to ask. I was just going to ask. The worst thing is when you don't bring it and you're like, dang, I wish I brought I wish I wish brought that. Like, why didn't I bring it? Oh, I know, I know. Or like and... the worst for me is like when I forget. Like today I thought my Ishika was in my, my purse and it wasn't. And I was like, Uh-oh. what am I going to do if I see something? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Man, I have this forever, like, I, I missed one shot one time. There was there was an accident, or it wasn't an accident. It was on the road. This guy, these two guys had their hood up on their car, and there was an engine fire. Like, flames shooting out of the engine, and I did not have my camera with me. So, like, oh, man. I will never, I, I promise you guys, I will never leave this house again with yeah. my camera. And I refuse, I, I don't know what it is. I just, if I take a cell phone picture, it just doesn't no. mean anything yeah. to me. Like, I take cell phone pictures to like take a picture of my work schedule or <laughs> yeah, exactly. send my mom like a like a cat picture. Like I just it, and it I just remember driving past there and like a single tear fell from my eye. Like, oh. I learned I learned a really hard lesson that day that I will never be without a camera again. <laughs> Worst feeling ever. Yeah, that's that's it is it is. So Mike, what are some of your favorite cameras? Um so the Pentax K1000 is up there for me, um, just because it's super simple. It's super reliable. I was hanging out with my buddy, actually, one of your prior podcast guests, Bert's Lee from Compact Camera Club. Mm-hmm. And Did so we were hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're like neighbor, not neighbors, literally, but he lives in like a neighboring city. So he'll come and hang yeah, out yeah. every once in a while. And but we were we I got this thing, this uh, a shutter speed tester that this guy had kickstarted. 
So yeah. this thing had been sitting. Oh yeah, I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know how I got on this topic, but anyway, the this shutter this shutter speed tester, it was sitting on my desk, and I figure I should probably just open this up and use it. So so you know, Bert's was here. We opened it up. We kind of went through the instruction manual, and uh, we were testing a bunch of cameras around the office for their shutter speeds, and the K one thousand was one of the most accurate ones out of all of them. Oh, this man. this dusty, awesome. dirty and I have I at the time I had three <laughs> in the office and I picked just the most busted looking one and I was like this nice. this thing's gonna be busted. It it I didn't think it was gonna be accurate. But it was accurate through the whole range. No kidding. Yeah, awesome. yeah. That's funny that we talk about that because we everybody we've all heard my sad story about how I had the K one thousand and I and yes. I sold it. Mm-hmm. And then I was yep. like what did I do that for? Man. <laughs> but I mean, well, Jerry, if you're yeah. listening, yeah. she's still crying about it. Yeah. So I love that camera, but the camera that I'm shooting the most of nowadays is a Leica M6. I was going to say, I was yeah. like, I've seen a Leica on your page quite a few, yeah, few yeah. times. And I am not like a Leica snob mm. by yeah. any means. Although one could argue just by owning a Leica makes me a Leica snob, but I'm not like, <laughs> you know, like this thing makes me, invisible or this thing makes me a, a street ninja somehow and you know i just like a good rangefinder. so yeah, um, yeah. You, you oh know, for sure yeah yeah so so i've been using that the most um so that's definitely a favorite for me um and then also probably my favorite camera of all time is a minolta cle oh so it's a it's that's an m mount rangefinder. Um, yeah i've, I've seen yeah those. it's an m mount rangefinder that minolta and like a kind of jointly designed um, and it's got, um, it's light, it's smaller than a Leica M6, it's got manual and aperture priority, and it's got this super cool shutter button where if you just, if you touch the shutter button, it's got like an electrical sensor that that knows you're touching it, and it'll start metering, so there's oh. no half, oh, yeah, oh, it's wow. super cool, so. Um, no, no halfway down. Yeah, you, there's no half press or anything, you just touch it, and the meter just kind of comes Ooh, to fancy. life. Yeah, it's nice. super fancy. The thing is, they can they can break, and yeah. once they break, yeah. I don't think anybody repairs them. So there's that's such a sad thing. There's so many yeah. cameras like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of my favorite rangefinders is the is the Contax G1. Yes. Yeah. System. Yeah. And then I I did a review on my YouTube, and once somebody was like, "Yeah, but when they break, there's nothing you can do about it." And I was like, "Well." I just, I'm hoping it never breaks because yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the hope, right? Like you hope, yeah. you hope it doesn't break, and you know. Um, but whatever, that's the yeah, game we play. That is true. It is. That's the I life mean, we live when we look at how old these cameras are. <laughs> yeah. Look at how old these cameras are that we're using. Yeah. Man, I'm surprised that you know, with with how popular films becoming, that they're not, you know, somebody's not making a new camera. Yeah, it's, you know? I think yeah. uh, Japan Camera Hunter. Uh, what's his name? Bellamy, 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 Hunt. thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, Bellamy. He like posted something recently where he was like, "We we have to like like why isn't there a company making compact like compact film cameras? Because there is such a market for it. You yeah, know? absolutely. They would. He was like, they'd make a killing if they brought this back. Yeah, you know, I, put yeah. a good so lens too. on something, and you just made so many people happy. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you something soon, soon will happen in the next like couple years. So there'll be something because I don't see this slowing down anytime soon. If anything, it's just growing and growing and growing. Yeah. I mean, it's 
It's spreading. I I hope so. I mean, I don't know the economics behind manufacturing such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same here. You know, it, it could be that it's just like an unrealistic thing. I, I, I just don't know. I hope it isn't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are people in companies that I've I've kind of made inroads with like contacts with and I've kind of just casually said like, hey, are you guys working on like a, yeah, a compact yeah. film camera? And all they can tell me is like, we can't talk about it. Ooh. So, so I'm hoping. That's interesting. Yeah, like I'm, Man. I'm hoping that. Um, that that's uh, juicy, right? Yeah. There. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, not like I have like some super high yeah, level, yeah. level yeah, yeah. contacts or any or yeah. anything like that. Like, but still, in, that's in, nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of super high level contacts in companies that make film, I have this story about. I'm not sure if I should tell the story. Uh, Maybe you can edit this out. Not. No, you know what? What the hell? Yeah. So <laughs> Kodak, like a super, super, super higher up guy at Kodak contacted me. I'm not going to say his name, but he contacted me. He sent me an email and said, call me. Right. And and so I'm like, what uh, the hell is going on? Like, am I in, like, am I in trouble? Did I do you're something like, yeah, wrong? Did I do what something? Did I do? Oh, like, no. is, is the big K mad at me? And so the dude, the dude gives me his cell, the, the number to his office and his cell phone number. And so, like, I've never talked to any, like an executive at a, you know, this high yeah. up at any company. So I call the guy and it turns out he was just looking for somebody else. He mistook me oh, for somebody else. Oh, no way. Yes. Yeah, he took, he mistook me for somebody oh, else. So that's the long and the short of that story. So my heart sank a little bit. Uh, like I was relieved that I wasn't like in trouble or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but my heart sank that they weren't like, they weren't like, we love yeah. you so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should have been like, well, since I have you, can right. we talk about some yeah, films yeah. we'd like to see you come back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm connected in the film, film photography community <laughs> And I know for a fact right. that yeah. this would do well and this would do well. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. So it's it's confirmed that I'm I'm, I'm pretty much a nobody yeah. in the industry. <laughs> no. Man, I thought, I thought you were coming at us with like a Kodak sponsorship. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, Kodak wants to test all their new films on me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's going to be, that's coming in 2018. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> Kodak, where you at? Kodak. Yeah, right. <laughs> Also, Mike, so uh, you are a fellow camera hunter slash camera rescuer. Yeah. Can you yeah, yeah. Um, tell us any, any goodies, any good ones you've, you found recently or ever, really? One of my best finds was an Icon FM2. Mm. And there was a little... Great camera. Um, yeah, yeah, excellent camera. There was a little de bit of deception on my part, and I lose a little bit of sleep over it to this day. <laughs> I was... I, I was at an antique store, and I asked the lady, like, do you have any cameras laying around? And she said no. So I look around anyway, and I find um, a Pen EE2, mm -hmm. like an Olympus Pen EE2, a half-frame okay. camera. And it was working. I've, I've found pens before, but they were never working. This one was working. Same here. Yeah, yeah. And so she was asking 25 bucks for it. Uh, I offered her 15 and I was, and she took it, and I was over the moon. Yes. As I'm walking out of this place, I'm on the sidewalk. There's a guy smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk, and he says, like, oh, hey, you buy cameras. And I say, yeah, yeah, I buy cameras. Do you have any? And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, he says, I'm watching my wife's shop. I've got a couple in there that, uh, that, you know, maybe you can tell me what I have. So like, my oh, ear, yeah, my that's ears dangerous. We go inside the shop and he goes into the closet and brings down a couple of bags. One of them is this, um, it's like a Canon Rebel, you know, nice enough camera. Actually, dude, Tim, it's the one I yes. sent you. Oh, no way. So this is, yes. <laughs> 
It's the one I sent you. This, um, this one right here. <laughs> that one. You can't see it, that but one, right dude. here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that camera is, was procured with lies. So, Tim, that's on your shoulders <laughs> What did now. you say? What oh, did you no, say? But, but, but so he brings down a couple of bags, and, and he shows me that Rebel and a Nikon FM2. And I knew roughly what the FM2 was worth. I didn't know exactly. Yeah. But, you know, and, and so he goes like, what do you what do you think they're worth? And I said, well, this one pointing to the FM2 is kind of a student camera. Um, and to the right person, it's worth about 30 bucks, oh, which is like a complete lie. How much do they go for? I don't um, even know. A couple yeah. of hundred bucks. 200. Yeah, a couple of hundred bucks. So, um, so breaking news, I'm a liar. <laughs> Dude, so, you know, I would probably do <laughs> the yeah, same Yeah, I would have done the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. No questions asked. So, so, so he says, you want both of them for 50? And I said, like, how about 40? <laughs> Get so, out of here. <laughs> And so looking looking a gift horse in the mouth, I bargained him down to forty dollars and he, he took it. So that no camera kidding. in your yeah. hands, Tim. That's your yes. responsibility now. Oh buddy. no. Yeah. You sit on a throne of lies, pal. Well, Timothy, why don't you why don't you tell listeners what you're gonna be using? Yeah, that let me let me for? explain. Yeah, because yeah, it definitely. really is a good cause. Not yeah. that he's just being greedy. <laughs> These poor kids. They're gonna be No, uh I'm uh here coming up in August, I'm I'm taking. There's uh, seven kids lined up right now. They're I say kids. They're anywhere between 14 and 18. I guess they are oh, kids. They are kids. Yeah, yeah they are kids. And uh, I'm teaching them. We're all gonna we're all gonna take take a walk, a photo walk one day. Shoot a roll of black and white film, and then that's it for that day. We're gonna take notes. Mike donated some awesome stuff. He gave a handful of the photo photo memo and a bunch of stickers and stuff. So I plan on I'm basically doing like a lesson plan. I'm gonna do a photography class. That's- we're gonna shoot a roll of black and white, and then the next weekend we're gonna develop the roll of black and white. So it's 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 pretty awesome and i'm surprised that many kids it started with one kid he was a dishwasher at the restaurant that i worked at and he was like hey man you shoot film right and i was like yeah and he's like do you want to teach me how to develop and i was like yeah man and then he was like hey can my buddy join and i was like how about this like he's he's real into this like uh an art community i think he's homeschooled and stuff like that and his his family's very uh eccentric and stuff like that they're very hip and cool so i was like go Go tell all your buddies, you know, get all your buddies together. It'd be cool if, if they want to come and do it, too. You know, we'll we'll get a little class together. So after talking with him for the last couple for the last month, I set a date and now it's seven. It was going to be nine, but two can't make it. So and Mike definitely sent me two cameras to help with the class, uh, the memos and stickers and stuff. I can't even tell you how amped they're going to be when they see everything. So. That's so awesome. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Timothy, a great that's cause. great for you yeah, to and do I'm, that. And I think Mike. I'm doing it for free, too. I mean, I'm donating film and all that stuff. I just want, you know, to keep this thing alive. That's what's. Keep it alive. I don't want to be. You know, I don't want it to be later down the road, and I want to. I'm talking about when I used to shoot film because that yeah. I don't. I really don't want that to happen. So I think gotta start yeah, getting these kids into it. And I, I know the ones like 100%. I, I've seen his digital work, and I mean, for being an 18 year old kid or 17, or 16 or however old he is, he's got a great mm. eye, and I'm glad he's, you know, I'm glad he's down to help with this and get. He's so pumped, you know. It's just That's yeah, awesome. I'm I'm really excited. I can't about wait. This. I can't wait to hear it. We should definitely, well, obviously, we'll talk about it on the podcast, yeah, yeah. but I just can't wait to see. Yeah, I'm going to do a video the, about it and stuff, too, so it'll be it'll be fun. I'm going to document the whole yeah. thing. 
That's wonderful. I think that's a great cause. You know, like when I I've, I've got two little kids now mm-hmm. and like they turn my world upside down and I can only hope that when their interests develop yeah. that there's some guy that's cool enough to to be like, oh, you're interested in archery? Yeah. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is they're going to be into at the time, because it probably won't be photography because I think they're tired of yeah, me taking yeah. pictures of them. It'd be um, too too perfect if it was, right? Right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> You'd be surprised, exactly. though. There'll be a time where they, they're like, man, you remember dad used to? Yeah. And then, the, you know, that's how... Yeah. Yeah. That's how I got into music and stuff. My dad's a musician, and I just kind of was like, fell into that. Got a got a passion for that and a bug for that. Knew he did it, and then it's kind of in your blood. You know what I mean? Like arts, yeah. arts yeah, running the sure. running the running the family and all that. I think yeah, they for do. Sure. All right, so we do have some exciting news. Mike is um, offering to donate some of Shoot Film Co's uh, merchandise for our first Instagram giveaway. So keep an eye out. If you guys don't already follow us, we are uh, on Instagram. We're uh, Analog Talk Podcast, and that'll be coming up very, very soon. So tell your friends and follow Ooh. us if you haven't already yet, guys, because <laughs> we're excited about our first giveaway. Yeah, we're excited about Shoot Film Co. too. I love Shoot Film Co. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. With that being said, we are going to take a question from our listeners and what do we got going on this week timothy all right so we got an email from alonecar48 at gmail.com he said hi just started listening to your guys podcast and figured maybe you guys could answer my question slash help me out i've been shooting film for less than a year now and i love the look of grain and having photos look older than they are so i wanted to see if you guys knew any other rather grainy black and white and color 35 films i've heard superior 1600 is pretty grainy and maybe pushing tri-x to 1600 or 3200 but will i get a decent amount of grain like that so do you guys have any recommendation recommendations for some grainy films i'll start with that yeah i'm gonna say ilford's 3200 is it delta ilford delta 3200 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i've only shot that maybe four or five times because it's too grainy for me it's um super 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 grainy and i don't i'm a a constant shooter i love using the same thing all the time so i'm always shooting kodak at uh, kodak triax or t-max at 1600 so as far as grainy films i'd say the ilford delta 3200 that stuff is super grainy if you're looking for grainy that's that's the one for for sure that's what i go to when i'm looking for for some grain in my photos what do you think mike um, yeah, the Superior sixteen hundred. That you know, I just actually, stuff. I actually just ordered a roll of that, so I'm excited to, did to you? see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I have. Did you order? Is it fresh that you that you ordered? Um, I ordered it from I forget which online shop. I'm terrible. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see when I get it if it's okay. expired or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which I, might be cool. Yeah, I got my hands on a bunch of that stuff that was expired. So Superior mm. sixteen hundred. That's definitely super grainy and. And also expired films too. If you're willing, yeah. if oh, yeah, you're willing to sure. experiment with expired film, mm-hmm. and if you're willing to live with some level of unpredictability, yeah. then check out some expired films because because that stuff, um, you know, will will tend to be grainier if you shoot it at box speed. Yeah, or or if you shoot it like, what's what's the rule of thumb? Like a stop over yeah, for over. every 10 mm-hmm. years exposed but if yeah. you shoot expired film at box speed it'll it'll tend to lose contrast and be um be a little grainier um and also fuji black and white fuji neopan 1600 ah, okay that stuff that stuff is it that grains 
pretty gnarly. Um, I don't know if they make it anymore, actually. I'm not sure if that's one of their discontinued stocks. Yeah. Um, I feel like it is because I never see it available unless it's on like the Facebook group or something. Yeah. I see I see it, I think, in the there's a 100, and I don't know if there's in-between speeds, but there's also a 1600. But I've shot the 1600 stuff before, and that stuff is super grainy. Did you guys... I, don't, I think I've asked you too many. The Lomography F2 400, um, like limited run they had on that. No, I didn't have a chance to shoot that. I knew. I it, know you. You've shot a few of those. Oh my roles. god, it's so good. And that grain and the contrast combined, mm-hmm. it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And I'm so really? bummed. It's like, you know, it's gone. That's <laughs> it's it. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> I have like 20 rolls in my in my fridge because oh, I just was like anytime I you meant like anytime you didn't any, have any. <laughs> no no anytime anybody anybody was like you know we're selling some rolls I was like give me give me give me give me so that's awesome yeah that stuff looks really good too nice but yeah so that thank you for that question that was a, that was a really good one yeah thank you I like that and then okay so this week's photo challenge guys um, thanks everybody again for contributing to our photo challenges it makes me really happy to see. Just everybody's work. It's been yes. phenomenal. Um, so many selfies this week. <laughs> yeah, that was I. I really that was like one of my fa- favorite <laughs> challenges so far because we get to see everybody. It's so cool. Um, this week we're doing uh, your favorite color street photograph. So this is something for me is something I I don't typically shoot. Um, so I'm going to try and find time this week to to get out there and and uh, do that type of photography. So. I challenge you guys as well. If you don't have anything to submit, go out with a roll and and see what you can capture. See, that works out perfect for me because I've been shooting my uh, Yashica mat lately as my kind of walk around to work camera. And I have a roll of Portra 800 in it that I started at the beginning of the week. And that'll work. I'll get some. Yeah. I, I I don't want to say I hate shooting color, but I'm just so not good at shooting <laughs> color. Like I'm, I, I don't know. I just I don't see like that when I shoot. So it's it, this is like a practice roll. I'm just out, you know, trying something different to keep it. This is a challenge. Keep it fresh. That's great. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. This has been this has been wonderful. Thank you for having me, guys. I yeah, really would love it. talking it's a lot shop. Of fun. This has been awesome. Always. Um, where, where can everybody find you out? Uh, check you out on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff on the socials. Uh, Instagram is the Mike Padua, T H E M I K E P A D U A. Twitter, I'm at Mike Padua. Um, where else am I? Um, website is shootfilmco.com, and then you can see my professional photography stuff at uh, mikepadua.com. Oh, nice. Ooh, I, I was going to ask you, I'm like, where can, where can I see your work? Yeah, mikepadua.com. I'm going to check you out. Yeah. Awesome. For you, Timothy? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Timothy Makeups. And I make YouTube videos. It's just my name, Timothy Ditzler, uh, T-I-M. You guys know how to spell Timothy. D-I-T-Z-L-E-R <laughs> is my last name. And you can find me here on this podcast. And how about you, Chris? Um, crispy photo on Instagram and Twitter. And then I also have, uh, an Instagram for just my film stuff. That's my entire name. It's Christine Bartolucci. And then for us, we have a website guys, analog talk podcast.com. That's where you can, you'll be able to see the weekly photo challenges. There's a gallery on there where all your stuff's going to be, uh, showcased. So that's awesome. Uh, Twitter, we're analog talk pod, Instagram, analog talk podcast, and stay tuned for that giveaway. Cause we're going to be doing that soon been a great another great episode guys uh thanks again mike and we will see you you guys in the next one thank you guys i really appreciate you guys having oh yeah awesome all right guys bye